Relevant Radio is listener-supported radio. Talk radio for Catholic life. Welcome to our fall pledge drive. Join the family. Well, hello. Oh, boy. It's the pledge drive. Great fun, head by all. Let's pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly into thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother, to thee do I come. Before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful, O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, it's a pledge week, so pledge drive, whatever. <laughs> I still call it that. That's oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah pledge, pledge, pledge week. Uh, the voice in my head is reminding me sounds like a fraternity. Well, it is kind of a fraternity, sorority, the family of, of relevant radio. We are a... Uh, uh, a family, and uh, so uh, it was a long time since college. So I, but I'm still saying pledge, pledge week, pledge drive. So again, I, I just want to start by thanking you so much for your kindness and uh, and um, the blessing that you are to me by letting me spout off on the air and think. I think my brain would freeze if I didn't do this stuff because, well, you ask these questions and I, I have to look things up. Gosh, I'd hope by this age I'd know everything, but darn, I don't. So thanks for, you're just as much my teachers as as in any way I am yours, because we're disciples together. That said, let us jump in to the big book on the coffee table. Well, the first reading tonight, to, tonight today, whatever day it is, it's, it's from the letter to Titus. And, uh, well... Who was Titus? Well, he was one of St. Paul's assistants that solves that problem. But, uh, you know, there's this controversy, as always, about did St. Paul really write this letter? And, of course, I maintain he did. Uh, it's one of the three pastoral letters, and it's written to a person, but it's really about church discipline. And so so uh, Titus, who was, who was Titus? He was a... Uh, a companion of St. Paul, and he's mentioned in a number of the epistles, and um, he was the bishop of the island of Crete, according to the tradition. So um, he was Greek. He wasn't originally Jewish, um, and uh, he seems to have accepted Christ uh, in the ministry of St. Paul and became one of Paul's helpers, his secretary. So that's that's who uh, um, that Titus is. Uh, now, there are people who say that well, this the, those three letters, Titus, uh, Titus, and uh, First and Second Timothy, they they were written after Saint Paul, and and they're pseudepigraphical, which means they're just uh, named for Saint Paul. And one of the big reasons was that Paul uses a unique language. And, uh, he, you know, his, his epistles to these, he, those three epistles use, use a different set of vocabulary words. Not, not totally different, but there are some differences. And, and this is the one that really gets me. That the, they say that, well, it was just, their idea of the church was just too developed. That, that clearly this is uh, an emerging structure. And therefore, it couldn't have been early. It must have been later when the church was formalizing. That's a that's one of the dumbest arguments I've ever heard about about the authenticity of these letters or the the Pauline authorship of them, because you see that just makes the assumption that well the church was just a bunch of nice people who uh, sat around you know drinking bread, drinking bread, no, eating bread and drinking wine and saying nice stories about Jesus. wasn't There wasn't a structure. On the contrary, I don't know if you've ever known any Jewish people, especially Orthodox Jewish people, well, uh, but they're very liturgical people and they have a very structured life. And they did from the times of the of the inception of the synagogue. Now, remember, I, I tell you this often: the synagogue is not is not an ancient institution from the Old Testament. The Old Testament, in fact, doesn't mention the synagogue. The synagogue seems to have developed when Jews began to 
live in large numbers outside the Holy Land, especially Babylon. You couldn't go to the temple. And during the, the beginning of the uh, Babylonian exile, there, there was no temple to go to. A synagogue was a place of meeting where you could go to be an Israelite without a temple because you didn't have the temple. That, that's what the point of it was. So that said, uh, the, uh, the synagogue is frequently mentioned in the New Testament. And the synagogue had a leadership system. And we take much of our leadership system from the synagogue. The synagogue had elders and it had helpers. The, the, the word for elder is, of course, presbyter, and that becomes priest in English. Um, I, I've shared with you a lot about the confusion of the word priest. Two biblical words which are translated priest. The word sacrificer and the word elder are both translated in English as priest. And that's not really, it's, I think that lends to confusion. People talk about the priesthood of all believers. Well, you mean the eldership of all believers? That, that would be a chaos. Now, the sacrificial nature of all believers, yeah, we believe that. But the elder is the one who celebrates the sacrifice of, of, of Calvary, the Mass, unless there is a bishop present. Now, I, I, I really am going to need help on this. The, the word bishop, I was, and I, I, I just cannot find the footnote, but the Essenes uh, had a, a person who was um, in charge of who was in the community, who was out of the community. He was called the supervisor, the mabucher, the elector. And um, I think that was the word, the mabucher. Um, I'm not sure that I'm correct in that, but that seems to have been the the term that referred to to uh, the elder. Now, the word, or not the elder, the, the bishop, the, the word bishop in English comes from um, the, the, um, uh, the older English word biscop, which comes from bischof in German, which comes from episcopal in uh, episcopus in latin which is directly translated from the greek episcopus which literally means supervisor someone who oversees epi is over and scopos is supervisor now all of this said the the um the point i'm trying to make which is always good to, to know is that that the church had a structure from its very beginning we read before Pentecost, when St. Peter is saying someone needs to take Judah's place, he quotes the scripture, let another take his episcopate. That's the word in Greek, his episcopi. Uh, um, they saw themselves as a leadership group. And they insisted that that was what Jesus had structured. So I think it's very important for us to understand that, that that the the structure of the church didn't develop centuries after Christ. It came from Christ. I really do believe that. Now, we have certainly embellished the leadership. I don't think Jesus appointed many monsignors or, or proto-notaries apostolic or anything like that. But he did establish a, a visible structure that had people who were in a supervisory capacity, a, a, a capacity of elders, and the capacity of deacons. The word deacon is a very synagogue term. Every synagogue has its shamash, which means the helper. On the Hanukkah menorah, there are nine candles, eight to celebrate the, the days of Hanukkah, and then the ninth, which is placed usually a little lower or sometimes higher, not on the same level as the Hanukkah candles, and that's called the shamash, the helper candle. That's the one that lights the others. So this idea of shamash and as a deacon and a zakin as an elder and then the supervisor. <clears throat> These are ideas that come to us from, uh, from the early days of the church. So uh, I just wanted to mention that. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about the gospel later. But right now we're going to go to a break. And uh, I, we have Father Rocky coming up, right? Father Rocky's Father Rocky's going to share. So hang around. Father Rocky's going to talk to us. And as always, I'm sure he will be much more coherent than I am. Hi, this is Father Rocky, CEO and Chairman of Relevant Radio. It's day one of our Join the Family Pledge Drive. 
Help us get off to a great start by giving a financial gift online at RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. This hour, we have a 100% dollar-for-dollar match. If you can help us with a gift of $20 a month today, our special gift to you is a lovely icon of Our Lady Smiling. It's known as the image of Our Lady of Bethlehem, and it's beautiful and has extraordinary detail and vibrant colors. This freestanding icon of the Blessed Mother and Infant Jesus will be a great addition to your home. This beautiful icon is only available today for a gift of $20 a month. You can make your tax-deductible donation on the Relevant Radio app or at RelevantRadio.com or call 877-291-0123. Take advantage of this very special gift on the first day of our Winter Pledge Drive. We want you to join the family now at RelevantRadio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or by calling 877-291-0123. We have an anonymous donor in Oshkosh, Wisconsin showed how wise they are. They made a special gift of $1,200. Thank you so much for your generosity. Double to $2,400. Your gift will be matched 100% as well when you join the family. Absolutely, Mary Grant. That's my hometown. Did you know that, Mary? Oshkosh, Wisconsin. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's where I spent most of my time growing up. 877-291-0123. Neil Robbins joining uh, Mary Graham during this hour of Father Simon Says. Not every hour of Father Simon Says this week will be a matching hour, but this hour is. So it's a great time to give by uh, going to RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or you can call 877 877- Two nine one zero one two three, and as Mary and Father have talked about uh, today, and today only, we have that beautiful icon of Our Lady of Bethlehem. Shows the classic image of the Madonna and Child Jesus. It's a small tabletop icon, icon, a replica of the image of the smiling Virgin Mary of Bethlehem icon, which uh, can be found in the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem. Again, when you help us for our Join the Family Pledge Drive at $20 a month, $240 over the course of the year, that is our gift to you. So get a hold of us right now on the app at RelevantRadio.com or give by calling 877-291-0123. We need $3 million by the end of the week. It's a long way off, and it's a lot of money to raise, but we can do it if we do one hour at a time. During this hour, we need to see 100 and looks like 30 gifts coming in, 130 people who say, I want to join this relevant radio family. I want to be a part of it. I want to laugh with you and cry with you. And, and you know, the family, as family members, we all have to do our part to contribute to the household. Well, your part is to join the family and give us a call at 877 877- Two nine one zero one two three. That's eight seven seven two nine one zero one two three. Or stop by the website relevantradio.com, or use the app on your smartphone and tablet. These premiums are gorgeous. These icons of the Blessed Virgin Mary. You do not want to miss it. And there's only about two hundred and maybe sixty fifty yeah, of them left. Say. So don't miss out. Yeah, when they're gone, they're gone. We need to hear from you. dollar for dollar match. It is a great time to give this hour before uh, 2 o'clock Central Time. Support Father Simon Says. Help out with whatever you can, but if you can come in at that $20 a month level, that would uh, be a great help, and we'll send you that icon of Our Lady of Bethlehem. So get a hold of us at RelevantRadio.com on the Relevant Radio app, or you can give by calling 877-291-0123. Join the family right now. I certainly hope that's true, and I trust I have a friend in you. It is, it is fun to meet relevant radio people, because you really do feel like you know them, <laughs> and you do. Well, I want to just talk a little bit about the gospel. Um, uh, this idea of better from um, if a better woe things that cause sin will inevitably occur. And that word is scandal. I don't know why they they translate it that way in, in this translation, but I'll, I'm going to use that as the word of the day. Um, uh, but woe to him through whom they occur. It'd be better for him if a millstone were put round his neck and he'd be thrown into the sea than for him to cause one of these little ones to sin. We always think of that, that meaning children, and I think it includes children, but I don't think it is exclusively children. 
um, one of the little ones is you and me. I mean, in the eyes of the world, we're not terribly important. We're we're Earth people, and um, you know, I, I've seen situation in which uh, a preacher, a clergyman, a teacher, even uh, religion teachers in in religious education programs. I remember coming into one of the classrooms uh, when I was first made a pastor. And this this guy considered himself a great theologian, and he's droning away about, and as it said in the fourth council of the Lateran, and these kids are asleep on their desk, and and this guy's droning on and on about uh, his particular pet theories about Catholic doctrine, and I thought, this is this is he's hurting people who. They don't know the gospel. Why would you dish out the controversies um, that so plague Christians sometimes? I remember Cardinal George used to say things like, uh, you know, he said, I don't care what you call me when we're in private, but when you're in, when we're in public, you call me your eminence, uh, lest we cause scandal to one of the faithful. And I think that that word, the little ones, that includes all the faithful, because we're all little ones in, in the eyes of God. And I think we have to be very careful um, uh, not to cause those scandals. When we fight with each other publicly as Catholics, um, you know, that, that I'm not saying that we, we shouldn't disagree. We're always going to disagree. But you can, as I've been saying, you can disagree in a, word, in a way that's kind and loving. And so uh, he says, be on your guard. If your brother sins, rebuke him. If he repents, forgive him. And of course, I'm always telling you, to forgive means to let it go. You know, uh, if he repents, well, if if he changes his mind about these things, let him go. Uh, I think that that's a very, very important in understanding. So um, uh, then it moves into increase our faith. Remember, as I tell you, just about twice a day, every day, the word faith means trust. Increase our trust. Faith is, I can have, when I say faith, or believe, uh, I'm usually talking about um, things or, or ideas or, or theories or conjectures. But trust, trust is in a person. All this stuff about life after death and transubstantiation. You know, I, I, I believe these things are true because Jesus said they were. And him I can trust. So if you have trust the size of a mustard seed, in other words, if if God tells you to pray about something, it's going to happen. If God tells you to do something and it's really the Lord saying it, it's going to happen. You know, you can throw out, if God tells you to, to curse a mulberry tree, it'll be cursed, that kind of thing. But it's because you trust him. This isn't something I'm going to go up to that mulberry tree and I'm going to squinch my eyes and say, oh, be cast into the sea. Did it work? That's not, that's not trust. Jesus told me to do this, and I'm going to feel like a fool. That's like when, when Joshua stood at the bank of the Jordan, and the Lord said to Joshua, stand in, in, in the Jordan, have them walk out into the Jordan with the Ark of the Covenant, and then the waters will abate. What would have happened if, if nothing had happened? Well, Joshua's career would have been toast. But the Lord said, trust me, you, you have them walk out into the water and it'll it'll dry up. And it did. That That's what Jesus is saying. If you have trust, just tiny little dot of trust, um, it's going to happen uh, because the Lord said it was going to happen. So a lot of times, though, we make promises for God that he hasn't made. It's very important that we let God make his own promises. Well, that said, let's let's just go to a, a letter or two. There we go. Um, this is one, I hope I don't offend anyone, but, well, I do anyway. I got a letter from someone who is not Catholic, who's a listener, who very much enjoys the station. Well, she just found out that... that um, uh, she just heard about the practice of burying a statue of St. Joseph upside down in the front yard to sell a house. Uh, uh, my neighbors who are not Catholic were advised to do this and given a plastic statue to buy and or to bury. 
I'm, I'm a Protestant. <laughs> I found the idea of using an image of a saint in this way, Shock. You're absolutely right. That is rank superstition. I bet there's a doctorate in there tracing where that came from. I've also heard the one turning, when, you, when, when you're not getting what you want from a saint, turn the statue toward the wall, and that'll make them mad. And they'll give you what you want. That's rank superstition. That That's true idolatry, thinking that that little bit of plastic or plaster is, in fact, the saint. It's not. They're reminders like family photos. If, if you want to sell a house, do not succumb to the practice, the idolatry, I think, of bearing a statue upside down. Say the novena to St. Joseph. St. <laughs> Joseph was a builder <laughs> and he is a powerful intercessor and he he loves us and prays for us as do all the saints do pray the novena to saint joseph rather than burying a, a bit of plastic upside down in your yard uh that 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 really is what i think would be called in the business sympathetic magic um it, it's 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 magical and it's 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 ridiculous i remember hearing a the story of an atheist who was a realtor who had a whole closet full of little boxed St. Joseph statues for people to bury. Don't do it. Do the novena to St. Joseph. Join with the communion of saints in prayer, and the Lord will find the right buyer for your house. So I just, I just, I couldn't agree with you more, Patricia. <laughs> I said, she found it shocking. I said, I didn't find it shocking. I found it stupid. All right, that's, uh, let's go here. Let me see. Um... Now this, I, I'm, I've got to confess ignorance here. This is Dan, uh, but I'm going to talk more about this. Uh, the heave offering. There was a, a, a wave offering and a heave offering. I'm, I'm working on it, Dan. This is. I, I've been trying to study Jewish sacrificial law because of my suspicion that. Uh, uh, all of these things weigh in on the New Testament, um, but the the um, the idea of lifting up is a very important idea. Nasa in Hebrew, the word is nasa, and uh, you know when we're done with the pledge drive and all that, I, I think I'm going to devote some time to this. But that means a lifting up. It can mean to forgive. It, it can mean uh, to raise to another level. It can mean to marry, and and I mentioned this the other day when. Jesus said, when I'm lifted up, I will draw them into me. That could actually, in the context, be interpreted when I am married. And, of course, Dr. Hahn talks about the Mass in Calvary as, as the wedding supper of the Lamb, which I think very interesting. Uh, remember, Hebrew was a very uh, vocabulary poor language. One word meant a lot of things. English is one of the most vocabulary rich languages in the history of the world, as far as I know. Because we're a language in English composed of five or six other languages, and we take vocabulary from all of them. We have two or three words for for every different idea. You have an entrance, a door, a portal. Uh, those are all nuances of the same thing. But in other languages, you have one word that has to stand in for what we think of as four or five different ideas. It's very, very difficult to conceive of, but... Um, it's one of the problems, but also one of the blessings of Hebrew that, that, that a text of Scripture can bear so many meanings because the words in it can bear so many meanings and have so much nuance. So, well, speaking of meaning and nuance, it is uh, time for us to go back. Where are we going now, dear voice in my head? Oh, the Pledge Center. The Pledge Center. Talk about nuance. So you hear, you hear music. So, again, thanks so much for all your kindness and, and your patience with me. Um, most of the show is um. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. You are getting better, Father Simon. Neil Robbins along with Mary Graham asking you to join the family and support Father Simon. Father Simon says here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app, 877-291-0123 is the phone number, but uh, head on over to relevantradio.com if you want to do it real fast and easy. It's a very secure way to give as well. Relevantradio.com and the Relevant Radio app. And we have a dollar-for-dollar dollar match this hour, a dollar-for-dollar dollar match. Any amount that you give will be doubled. And not every hour of Father Simon this week is going to have the matching funds. So this is a great time to give. Is it not, Mary Graham? 
It is the perfect time to give. And when you make your gift, when you join our family at RelevantRadio.com or by using the app on your smartphone or tablet, you'll get the bonus download almost instantly from Father Rocky, How to Be a Happy Catholic Family. Perfect theme for our theme here during this pledge drive, Join the Family. And you know what it's like when you're in a family, you laugh together, you pray together, you cry together. Everybody's got to do their part to keep that family together. And your part is to help support this programming. We are 100% listener supported here at Relevant Radio. That means our bills are paid by you when you help support this. So if if you don't help, we go away. Make the phones ring, 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Safe and secure online at relevantradio.com or by using the app on your smartphone or tablet. Yeah, and Mary, for a gift of $20 a month, and again, this is today only, so you want to take advantage of this uh, very quickly because they're going very fast. It's an icon of Our Lady of Bethlehem. It is a uh, picture of Our Lady. She's smiling. It's the classic image of the Madonna and Child Jesus. It's a small tabletop icon. You can uh, take a look at it for yourself at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Again, uh, the Virgin Mary is smiling. The uh, infant Jesus is there with her. And it's the uh, the Virgin Mary of Bethlehem icon that is seen in the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem. And uh, they are going very fast. I'm not sure how many more hours we're going to have these available. But uh, right now, today only, we still have some left. So for a gift of $20 a month, two forty over the course of the year, that is our gift to you. Give us a ring at 877-291-0123 or go online and give it relevantradio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. The thing about that icon is we guarantee you it's today and today only. So when they're gone, they're gone. But at the end of the day, we're done. So don't procrastinate. Do not wait. You will love this icon. It's absolutely beautiful. $20 a month, one-time gift of $240, and it's yours. From RelevantRadio.com, using the app on your smartphone or tablet, or by calling 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Looks like we still need about, it looks like eight. 85 people. In the next 30 minutes, we're going to help keep this hour of programming on the air. Join the family. Powered by you. By you. Listener supported. Welcome back to our Join the Family Fall Pledge Drive on Relevant Radio. Again, thank you. And if you are done calling in to share shekels with Relevant Radio, you can call in and Ask any question you may have about the Lord, the Faith, the Church, and the Big Book on the Coffee Table at 888-914-9142, Why do you think I, oh, a little bit more cheese slipping off the cracker as I get older, 888-914-9149. Is that right, oh, your voice good. in my head? Good grief. 888-914-9149. I hope the other place isn't a pizza parlor or something. I don't know. All right. Uh, yeah, there are lots of lines open. and um, But till, uh, there's some more letters that I want to read until we get some phone calls. Um, this is somebody writing to say that they agree with my assessment of people coming up for a blessing. You know, that that's a totally new thing. And, you know, I do it, but I, I don't really think it's a good idea. You know, I often tell you that you don't go to Mass to get something. I didn't get anything out of Mass. Who told you you were supposed to get something? You go to Mass to give something. I make up in my own flesh, St. Paul says, what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ. What could possibly be lacking in the sufferings of Christ? Nothing except my participation. And when you go to the altar to receive Holy Commun- to receive the Eucharist and to enter into Holy Communion, what you're doing is you're saying, as he puts his body, blood, soul, and divinity on this altar for me and for the world and for the church, I want to join him by putting my body, blood, soul, and humanity on this altar with him. When you go up to receive the Holy Eucharist, you're saying, as he gives his flesh and blood for me, I give my flesh and blood for him. It's a sacrificial act. It isn't just getting something. and Well, you don't want the kids to feel bad because, well, they didn't get anything. That is the shallowest idea. Uh, but kids come up, I still bless them because, uh, well, uh, it's what the market will bear. But on the other hand, I think that, that 
that that tendency really shows the shallowness with which we approach the Eucharist. And, and my writer here says, I tell myself perhaps these same people may be tempted to receive unworthily. That just made me think I have given so many kids their first communion by accident because they come up and uh, uh, the parents will come up and bring the kid and the kid just opens his mouth or sticks out his hand and, you know, well, your kid just made made first Eucharist um, without any kind of preparation or thought about it. You know, if you do bring your children up for a blessing, make sure that they don't grab the Blessed Sacrament because the communion minister or the priest or the deacon, they're they're kind of busy at the moment and they may they may make a mistake and it isn't their mistake that's being made. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we have people on the line yet? Oh, oh, we, uh, let's let's do the word of the day, and and because I think it's a cool one. Oh, there's the gong. I got uh, too close to my head. The gong, and we do have plenty of lines open at eight 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 nine one four nine one four nine eight 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 nine one four nine one four nine. I'm right that time, right? Voice in my head. Okay, I was right. You know this word they translated things that cause sin will inevitably occur. I don't think that's what the word means. The word in the text is scandalon, but scandalon really means a, a, a bait in a, in, a, in a trap, the trigger in a trap. That's what it means. The scandalon is 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 you know it's it's a it's a snare. It's it's a trap. It's it's a trap. Well, who's that? Some 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 outer space movie. But yeah, that's what scandalon means. It doesn't cause you to sin. It lures you into sin. Uh, that doesn't cause sin. You know, the devil made me do it. No, he didn't. He may have made an interesting suggestion, but you're the one who took him up on it. So that's a scandalon. Woe to those who set traps for others. And um, uh, especially a trap that leads into sin. Um, it's a little bit of a different perspective. A scandalon is is a stumbling stone or a trap or or a bait in a trap. Uh, so uh, that's what the word means. It's the stick in the trap that springs and closes the trap when the animal touches it. So uh, uh, it doesn't cause you to sin. <laughs> it just causes you to think about it. All right. Um, well, let's go to the phone calls. If we got phone calls. Hello. That was Miss Doubtfire, I think. What? Who do we have now? Roxanne from, from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Hello. What can Thank I do you, for you, Roxanne? Thank you for taking my call. I listen to you daily, and I appreciate all you do for Relevant Radio. My question is this, Father. I've heard about blessed salt. Yes. Now, what is it used for? Where do you use it? And where do you, where do you get it? And it I'll is a... offline. It is as well. You can say welcome, Stan, or call back if I answer strangely and you don't understand it. But bless salt. First of all, let us look at let us look at blessings and symbols and that sort of thing. A lot of people look at these things as amulets or as magic potions or powders, and they're not. The devil, however, is a very smart critter. And the devil understands symbolic meanings. Jesus said, you are the salt of the earth. If the salt loses its flavor, with what shall it be salted? Blessed mm -hmm. salt was originally used in the baptismal ritual and still can be. I don't know that I ever used it, but a few times. And it's a beautiful thing. And when the kid is crying, it always shuts the kid up. When you put a little, just a couple grains mm -hmm. of salt on their lips. And... Uh, um, uh, you know, but but blessed salt is a reminder of it's a symbol for the soul that that if you put meat in salt, it doesn't rot. And so ancient people thought of it as an analogy for for the life's breath, for the spirit, for the soul. And and it took on this symbolic meaning. Now, a blessing again, the devil is is a very good historian. He doesn't know the future except that which God allows him to know. But he's really good at the past because he's been there for all of it. And he can see the chain, the physical chain that goes back to Christ. That I was I was ordained by someone with the laying on of hands 
who was ordained by someone who was ordained by someone who was ordained by someone who was ordained by somebody who was ordained by one of the apostles who was designated by Jesus. The devil can see that chain. And so there's a physicality. I'm not just, I'm just not a soul uh, um, uh, trapped in a body. I'm, uh, I'm an incarnate spirit in a sense. So are you. And, and the devil doesn't like it when our physicality is ministered to. So these physical things that are blessed, they, they're physical reminders of our connection to Christ. So blessed salt, what's it good for? It's a word to the devil that this, this is consecrated to God and people will use it in the house to, to, uh, to remind the devil that this house belongs to God. I, I've known people who have uh, scattered it around the house. And it's just a reminder to the devil that you have no place here. This house belongs to God. It, it's salted with the Holy Spirit. So it's a word of reproach to the devil. Holy water, these things, blessed salt. It also was traditionally used in uh, the blessing of holy water, beautiful old blessing for holy water that involves salt. So all of that uh, is, is, is uh, a statement to the enemy that you have no place here. So if we look at its magic, if I put blessed salt around it, I can do anything I want inside the house. The devil can't get, that's not true. When we sin, we invite the devil into our lives. But if we live the life of grace and, and we're trying to follow the Lord, these, these symbols are powerful words uh, to, to, to the enemy. So that's what blessed salt is. Where do you get it? Take some salt to your parish priest and ask him to bless it. It's a beautiful old blessing. Okay. You can find the traditional blessing okay. for salt on the web. Bring it and say, Father, I don't know if you have a copy of this, but would you bless this salt? You actually exorcise the salt. It's beautiful. All right. I hope that helps okay. a little. Yes, okay. it does. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks, okay, Roxanne. Bye -bye. God bless you. Okay. Uh, uh, we have a miracle moment, so let us... Those are great. Let's go to a miracle moment. Here's another relevant radio miracle moment. All right, we have Chris calling from Alexandria, Virginia. Hi, Chris. Hi, Father Rocky. Thank you for taking my call. Um, oh, sure. I have a prayer of Thanksgiving. Uh, my mom actually put in yesterday on your website. I had a bail hearing this morning. I've been being held without bail, and uh, my my family and me the rosary last night and um, this morning I got I got released um, and I want to say thanks for my wife and my family thanks be to God Praise God. right Chris yes brother. thanks be to God the power of the rosary God's mercy this miracle moment was brought to you by you make a tax-deductible donation now to support our mission at relevantradio.com or on the relevant radio app or call 877-291-0123 Touch a heart and change a soul by making a donation to Relevant Radio today. I got to tell you, these miracle moments, wow, just wow. They, they touch your heart. They touch your soul. And they're here because people just like you have supported this programming in the past. Moving forward, it's your turn to join the family and be a part of this incredible, incredible group of people. It's real simple. Visit our website. It's relevantradio.com. Use the app on your smartphone or tablet or call 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. We are over halfway through this hour, Neil. We've got about, what, 18 minutes left and we still need 65 precious souls. We're going to step up and help us out. Oh, we can do that. 65 people to step forward and uh, tell us that you support Father Simon Says. We know that many of you uh, wouldn't think of missing Father Simon Says, and uh, we want you to uh, get on the phone or jump on the app or the website and support Father Simon right now with any dollar amount. We have matching funds this hour, not every hour of Father Simon Says this week. We'll, uh, we'll have matching funds, but we do have them right now. So get a hold of us at RelevantRadio.com, the app, or 877-291-0123. 877-291-0123. You know, Mary, I'm here in one of our new studios surrounded by four, four computer screens, and uh, it took me until a few minutes ago to realize that an icon of... <laughs> Our Lady of Bethlehem was sitting right in here with me. I didn't see it. I didn't see it right away. Oh, so it's it. so now I have it yes. sitting right in front of me. It is beautiful, and uh, it is yours for a gift of twenty dollars a month 
to uh, Relevant Radio, and it's uh, today uh, today only, and we're down to, what did you say a little while ago, 200 and some left, and uh, and they will be gone. So make sure you get a hold of us as soon as possible, uh, and take a look at it yourself. I'm looking at one right now. You can look at it, too, at RelevantRadio.com or the app, and that is yours for a gift of $20 a month, two-day only. They are going fast. Only about 240 left. You know, when these are gone, they're gone. There's only been so many that were purchased and prepared for this day. And today's the only day it is available. So make your gift now at RelevantRadio.com. Use the app on your smartphone or tablet or call 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Of course, the best way to join the family is at RelevantRadio.com or by using the app on your smartphone or tablet because we have a bonus gift that comes your way instantly. As soon as you finish your gift, it shows up. It is a new production by Father Rocky called How to Be a Happy Catholic Family. This MP3 download is your gift for your online donation. That's in addition to our regular giving premiums, only available online. And today only is that special icon. You can see that too when you stop by RelevantRadio.com or open up the app on your smartphone or tablet. And every time it rains, it rains. Panties from heaven. Shoopy doopy. Don't you know each cloud contains panties from heaven? Shoopy doopy. You'll find your fortune well, falling. Panties from down. heaven. We're looking for something more substantial, frankly. Just kidding. Whatever you can do. I, I, I'm joking, but I really am grateful for, for the kindness that uh, keeps all this going because I'm having fun, and I hope you are. All right, I, I, 888-914-9149. We do have room for more phone calls, 888-914-9149. But I would like to read another letter. This is a tough one. Um, well, I'll keep, I'll keep her anonymous. My niece recently suffered a miscarriage two months into the pregnancy. Do you pray for the baby's soul? Like we pray for other beloved dead family members. You know, I'm going to say yes, not because the, the, that innocent soul needs it. Uh, but because when we pray, we stand in heaven and, and we are with those we love for whom we are praying. Let us review a little bit. Um, is baptism necessary for salvation? As far as I'm concerned, for me and for thee, yes, it is. If I were to refuse baptism, knowing about the grace of it, I certainly would would not expect heaven. However, I am greatly heartened by something that Pope Benedict said and by something said in one of the locutions of St. Faustina. Uh, St. Faustina said that the Lord told her, again, this isn't Catholic doctrine, this is a locution. And I always take locutions as pious meditations, uh, that are, you know, that are private, possibly private revelations, but they're not part of the deposit of faith. Still, uh, St. Faustina asked, what about those people who haven't the chance to hear the gospel? And the Lord said, don't worry, at the hour of death, I am my own apostle. And Pope Benedict said that, that we, we can hope that in his love and justice and mercy that God makes the author of salvation to, available to everyone in some way or other. Now, that doesn't leave me off the hook. Bapt I, again, I quote the catechism, as I always do, uh, that, that we are bound by the sacraments. God is not. Um, uh, uh, in in St. Peter's, uh, I believe it's the first letter, uh, that he talks about the souls in, in prison uh, who Jesus preached to, uh, the, the spirits in prison. Uh, that That's in, um, let's see here, 1 Peter 3.19, uh, that uh, Christ suffered for sins. Uh, he was put to death in the spirit, but or put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. In in who in which he also went and preached to the spirits in prison who disobeyed long ago and God waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built. In other words, uh, people who had the opportunity to, to make covenant with the Lord. Um, this is an example of the post-death offer of salvation. Now, I don't know if that is universal, but the precedent exists in Scripture. And, and uh, Pope Benedict uh, said that as I, as I mentioned, that in his justice and his mercy and his love, God 
we can we can hope reasonably that the offer of salvation is made to everyone. Now, that said, do we pray for the the souls of of innocent children who tragically die in 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 infancy or even in in utero? Yeah, we do. Not so much for them, but for us. And prayer is never wasted. To pray for someone is to love them. And and so, you know, I, I've told you about people I know who've died and lived to tell about it. You know, these beyond and back things. They say they can hear all the prayers of humanity become like one prayer. I have heard so many people talk about that. So, yes, I'm going to say yes. It It, it is not a, a bad thing to pray for um, uh, children who perish in infancy or to mis due to miscarriage, not so much for them as for ourselves. So, you know, then we can ask them as, as they, uh, um, to the degree that they enjoy the divine vision to, to pray for us. All right. That said, I think we have a phone call on the line. Whom do we have dear voice in my head? Marilyn from Hi, Lincoln, this California. Is Marilyn. Yeah. What can I do for you, Marilyn? Yes, why is the canticle of Zechariah in the morning daily Magnificat? Oh, it's it's something that uh, we say is part of the breviary. Uh, the the uh, uh, every so why, day. Why was that one chosen over others? Well, because because it the Gospel of Luke, I believe. Let me let me look this up uh, just so I'm not making this stuff up. Which, of course, you know my motto that I what I don't know I can always make up. That, that the elevator music that, that the voice in my head always plays when I'm looking something up. Okay, the, the Benedictus. Uh, let's see, the Canticle of Zechariah. Yes, it's in the Gospel of Luke. And the Gospel of Luke, interestingly, is very much tied to temple, temple themes. It mentions people in the temple and all that sort of thing. Now, the breviary... Uh, um, uh, started in imitation of the Jewish hours of prayer in the temple, that there would be the morning and the evening sacrifice, and there were psalms that accompanied them. And the early Christians just uh, continued reciting those psalms. And so I suspect that this canticle of Zechariah ties, it probably came, this is just my theory, it came into the breviary uh, as a regular part of of the of the regular prayers of the church, because of its association with the temple, does that make sense to you? Oh, it does quite a bit of sense. And then the canticle of Mary in the afternoon might be for a different reason. Yeah, I don't think that associates us with the temple. It's just such a powerful prayer. Uh, what it does is it 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 um, it's a it's a you know, St. Paul says in Philippians, the fourth chapter, uh, make your petitions known to God with thanksgiving. That's what our Blessed Mother is doing. She has gone to see her cousin Elizabeth, and the Blessed Mother is in trouble. She is she is with child and not married, though we know of her innocence. Uh, you know, this was this was a problem. And she went to uh, to at the suggestion of the angel to to visit her cousin. Uh, who was a woman also associated with shame. She was the, uh, from a priestly family, the wife of a priest. And so that associated also with the temple, that, that, uh, that, that this was addressed to, to the history of Israel and in a priestly context. So I suspect, I just suspect that that's where they come from, though I, I can't say that infallibly. But uh, there you go. I hope that helps a little. And remember my motto, what I don't know, I can always make up. Booze. Here we go. What's coming up now? Plague Center again. Oh, boy. All right. Father Simon Says continues here on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app with Neil and uh, Mary taking over here for the last couple of minutes of the hour. The uh, way to get a hold of us to make your pledge is RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or by calling 877 291 0123-877-291-0123. And Mary, we only need 40 more people to step forward, 40 more Father Simon Says uh, supporters to uh, get a hold of us, make a gift, and uh, we will hit that, that goal that we had of 130 uh, people for this particular hour of Father Simon Says. Get a hold of us quickly. 
RelevantRadio.com, the app, or 877-291-0123. These special, special icons are going so very fast. It's a freestanding, golden-engraved, wood-silk-screen icon of the Virgin Mary of Bethlehem. And this image is at the southern entrance of the Holy Cape of the Nativity. It's They're not really sure where the image came from, how it originated. It's just, you know, they realized, oh, it's here. Look at this. So we're not sure about the foundation, but it's a gorgeous image. And it is yours for a special gift of $20 a month, one-time gift of $240. They're going quickly down to just probably 235 of them left or so. The neat thing, though, is if you give today, if you give during this hour, your gift will be matched dollar for dollar. So Judith in Austin, Texas, your $240 was doubled to $480. Karen in Bloomington, Minnesota, same deal. We also had a gift coming in for $240 from Brookfield. Christopher, thank you so much in Brookfield, Wisconsin. And in Iowa City, Iowa, Jeffrey made that special gift of $240. All of them doubled, and you're all going to be getting the same icon. Well, not the same one, but it'll look like the same. <laughs> and the Blessed Mother is smiling on there, and I just I love that. I've got one sitting in front of me right now. And uh, get a hold of us for yours at the $20 a month level, $240 for the year. You can give at RelevantRadio.com, the Relevant Radio app, or by calling 877-291-0123. Only a few minutes left in the hour. We have matching funds this hour, whatever dollar amount you can come in at, your uh, gift will be doubled to Relevant Radio. And again, that uh, icon, Our Lady of Bethlehem icon, is yours for the $20 a month level here at Relevant Radio. Father Simon, uh, he's, it, you know, it's a Bible study like no other, and of course, a host who is absolutely one of a kind. A lot of you are, are here each and every day for Father Simon Says. And if that's you, we need you to step forward right now and show your support for Father Simon and Relevant Radio. We need, uh, what, Mary, about 35 more people to step forward. 35 people from uh, Maui to Maine. There's got to be 35 people to step forward and to give at RelevantRadio.com, the app, or at 877-291-0123. I hadn't I hadn't looked at the numbers. You're right. We're down to just 35 more people here in the final three minutes. We can do this. We can make this goal with your help at RelevantRadio.com using the app on your smartphone or tablet or by calling 877-291-0123. That's 877-291-0123. Perhaps you've enjoyed the programming that we've had in the in the last month or so, the Novena to the Holy Souls, the great stories about great saints on the night train. Well, coming up, we've got Advent focuses, special Christmas programming and so much more coming your way so let's help keep this reality keep the station on in your local community keep the app running keep the website running it's real easy join the family make it happen at relevantradio.com use the app on your smartphone or tablet or call 877-291-0123 help us pay the bills for the uh, next three months here at relevant radio we have a three million dollar need that we'll hit by we need to hit by uh friday evening and mary i was um getting notifications yesterday on my phone. And I got the one about, uh, you know, the pledge drive coming up tomorrow. That was, you know, a relevant radio mm-hmm. internal kind of, uh, uh, you know, a notification. And right after that was, hey, Powerball's at $1.9 billion. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I was thinking, you know, boy, you know, $3 million usually sounds like kind of a lot of money, but not next to that. Not next, no, next not to next that, to the Powerball. Not, not next to $1.9 <laughs> By the way, if you win, uh, you know, toss a, toss a little yeah, uh, Relevant Radio's way, okay? Way. Yeah, RelevantRadio.com, the app. You can also uh, give by calling 877-291-0123. Only need about 25 people to join in the next uh, minute or so. Again, it's matching funds for at least uh, the next minute or so at RelevantRadio.com, on the app, or 877-291-0123. The Relevant Radio, join the family pledge drive. Please join our great family here at Relevant Radio and make your pledge right now. Excellent show, everyone.